Welcome to the 65th edition. Retirement age! Yeah. One more, I'm going home and going to bed. I'll tell you what, I'd like to retire this fucking year. I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, when I suggested what we were going to drink today, I almost put, because uh, you know, the whole year has gone up in flames. Yeah. So what are we drinking? Well, your idea. You bought it. It was by the Jim Beam Fire. Actually, my suggestion was something fire-related. Because, like, uh, I've said that before, but what Ellie was, because we're going to fight all fall. It's going to be nothing but putting out fires at different places. Trying try to, to get to Try to get a season in. But it could just be the entire shit's up in flames. The shit I is mean, in flames. <laughs> like the entire year. I'll tell you what, after taking a couple of drinks of that shit on ice, my liver's going to be up in flames <laughs> there pretty soon. I saw Avi, you know, one of the, the 30, uh, one out of 30 that's non-political his Facebook page. He posted a uh, <laughs> he posted a uh, it's like tw- twenty the the twenty twenty was a scented candle and it was a whole bunch of porta johns on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's about right. <laughs> it has been a shit show. It has been a shit show. I tell you what, it's been like so. But we you know we were gonna redo our bathroom and uh, we haven't we haven't done it because our contractor was supposed to do it in March, then he got held up. So he just been, and then then once we were able to do it again, you know, once people started doing stuff again, he he got so busy, like he was in North Carolina for the last two and a half weeks. So we decided, you know what? When we were at Waterstone, I was buying a hat, I was buying a shirt, I was like, little large here, little large. Making it rain. <laughs> Making it rain. Dad and I were buying shit from Lowe's and putting shit on the back deck. So back deck looks good, man. That does look good. Yeah, if it wasn't be switched some sort of. Thunderstorm watch this evening. We'll, we'll eventually we'll eventually make our way over there. We maybe even maybe have celebrity guest speaker Jeff Atha. Oh, maybe come to the come to the fence like Mr. Wilson from Home Improvement. He could give us some words of fucking wisdom. My dad <laughs> came over this morning at seven fifty. So I dug two posts last night because we will put a railing up so so Evelyn won't fall down the down the steps and on the high side of the steps. So I dug, I was like, get in here and we can get the post in before I start work at 8.30. Ah, oh, damn, he didn't come around the corner and he got, I, I heard I heard him talking and I was like, shit. That goes back, it goes to the inside because he didn't even, he just like, kind of turned around and he was like, god damn, Jeff. <laughs> Ain't no getting away from that son of a bitch. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. So, uh, I guess the biggest development on my end is Garrett's back. Yeah. So, he got back. Looking tall and handsome. Yeah. Well, I mean, one out of two for me, right? Yep. We oh, stopped. Yeah, we are good. And now we're moving in. I don't know if we lost any of our time. Yeah, if they missed it, they just missed my story. Yeah. So, it's no big deal. Well, your story was earth shattering. Yeah, exactly. We can cover it again. <laughs> we can cover it again in the, in the recap. <laughs> so, Garrett's back. And uh, he made it back safe. He uh, actually, when he flew back to, he flew from Texas to Chicago. And he was going to fly from Chicago to Charleston. And they got to Chicago. The flight to Charleston was delayed and it ended up being canceled. And they were going to have to spend the night in Chicago. And he wasn't going to be able to get back to Charleston until Saturday. And this was the Friday that he came in. Laney was supposed to go down and pick him up. So him, he was with seven guys. <clears throat> So they just rented two cars and drove from Chicago to Charleston. Eight hours. I know that's not as bad as I thought. Yep. Eight hours isn't that bad. They drove all night Friday night and got there early Saturday morning. Huh. And uh, Laney came down and picked him up. 
And then he went back to Morgantown, quarantined for three or four days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah, but he's never put on clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, well, I'm not saying, I'm saying he had to go outside or anything. I'm sure he was well. That's what I was saying. Well, I, saying I, I think we all know. We know what you were saying. Jemaine out of the gutter. That's my that's my boy. <laughs> so then we had his his reception, which What's was nine months from now, which was <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. We had his reception at the cabins, which was good. Of course, with all the shit going on, a lot, a lot of people got to make it. But, yeah. <clears throat> but it was it was good. It was funny because I got over there Friday and they were helping set up and stuff and. And Laney, his wife, you know, he, he was having a few drinks with his buddies, and she was like, now, Garrett, you got to pace yourself because you have been gone for a long time, and you haven't been drinking in a while. <laughs> and he was like, I've got this, i got this. So about an hour or two in, he looked at me and said, I'm feeling pretty good. I said, I figured you are. <laughs> so I left about 9.30. I came back over there Saturday before the reception, and he's coming down the steps, and he said, you want to hear some shit? And I said, what's that? He said, you know, Laney was giving me a hard time all night Friday night about watching how much I drank, and she's the one that threw up. <laughs> And there you go. Yep, that's usually how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so worried about you drinking that I'm going to drink. That I'm going to drink. Yeah. yeah. So we had a good, it was a good time. Jaina was, she was monitoring my actions pretty closely. Oh, man. I'll have to go back and find the text message going to text you. And you were like, I'm fucked up. That was like your only thing you said to me. <laughs> that's so long ago. Well, they had, they had two it. signature drinks. They had, Garrett's was Jack and Coke and hers was a mojito. Uh-huh. So I was just knocking the jack back like it was going out of style. <laughs> and see, most of my people left. I say my people. Yeah, like my, my, my family. Yeah, they, yeah. they all rolled out. So, so it, was just, it was just like Garrett's boys, who I get along with all those guys pretty well. But I mean, you know, so we're we're throwing down. And finally, <laughs> I was like, you know what, boys? I believe, I believe old dad is done. <laughs> yeah, I texted you at 9.28. And I said, Trigger's been outside if you peed. Said we played. I locked. I locked up the key with me. I let him in and leave the key in the morning. If you guys are sober as a judge, you said thanks, man. I appreciate it. And then a few minutes later, you just said, "I'm fucked up." <laughs> it was a good one. That was a well. I was like, "Happy you're alive." You went barely. <laughs> oh man. Shit. We got up the next day. Help. They start cleaning up and shit. And I was like, "Damn." <laughs> it was a good one though. We had a good time. Oh yeah, we had a good time. So, yeah. uh, and then the following week, he was wanting to buy a truck, and uh, he found this truck he liked, and he was like, "Let's go down to Ramsey's and look at it." So I got online, and I didn't see it, so I called him. Well, they didn't have it; I already sold it. So then, about three or four days later, he's like, "I found something I like, but uh, we kind of want to run it by you." And I said, uh, "It's a muscle car, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah. So he bought a '66 Mustang. Which yeah, is- looks sweet too, man. Yeah. Which I actually got a got a story about that. Oh, we'll come up on another segment of the show. Oh, okay, all right. But uh, so we got to ride in it, and JJ actually got to drive it. I haven't got to drive it yet. Ooh, would you love that? Oh yeah, she's on. And she takes her driver's test this week, so Thursday. Wait, can we actually call it a test? She takes her parking test. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. She takes yeah. her oh, approach like to stop sign. It's like a driving exhibition, or, yeah. or I, like it's like I swear, like I, I promise, I, I know how to drive. I, I pinky promise, I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's gonna take her parking test Thursday. So hopefully, uh, hopefully all will go well with that. But uh, I mean, we had a, we had a good night. We had a good time Saturday night, Elliot. It's me and you. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a 
Last minute thing was weird. Shit, I forget. Did we go to the cabin this weekend? No. What did I don't even what the hell Tasha and I were doing Saturday? Uh, kids were being babysat. Kids were being babysat. We were with them that day. That's right. We were with them that day and with, with Nana and Papa. And uh, Evelyn stayed at Nana's and, and Ozzy stayed at the uh, at the nephew's. So we were like, well, hell, let's go to the Bridge Brew, eat some dinner. Of course, man, that's dangerous when you go early to Bridge Brew. Very dangerous. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're drinking some, some of that high poke stuff. And I still need to go down there and eat. I haven't eaten yet. Hey, you got to wait till what, you got to the right food trucks. So. Well, I'll tell you, they're all good. The only one I don't really like, and it's, I don't, it's not I don't like it, it's good. There's a River Chick Farm, and the the food, their appetizers are good, but I don't think you get enough for what you pay for. And they have, their main things are like crepes, which is, they're great for the desserts, but they're not good with the, with the actual, like, they have like, uh, it's like uh, cream cheese or something. Yeah, it's, it's, that's not, it's not as good. Garrett calls them creeps. We go to Bob Evans, he's like, I want the blueberry creeps. <laughs> but the other man, the Mount Mama food truck is delicious. It's got a lot of stuff that you would buy here. They got these gigantic hot dogs that are delicious. Um, and the, the one recently is called Polecat. They even have street tacos. And man, it is good. I need to get down there. Yeah, there. it's good. So, yeah, we did that. Well, it was funny because Jaina was with Leslie this weekend. So, I was going to. I ended up Friday night, I went to Elliot's, I hadn't been there in two weeks, and uh, came back, and I ended up going to Felicity's, uh-huh. she called me, and I went over to her house for a little while, and uh, Stuff texted me on Saturday, he was like, what are you, gonna, you want to get into something tonight? And I was like, I ain't messing with you, man, because the previous <laughs> Friday, he called me, and he's like, you want to go out for a minute? And I was like, you know what, it was 6.30, uh-huh. I said, I will go out to Raptors with you for an hour. Jaina was staying with a friend. I said, Jaina, I'm going to run out with stuff for a little bit. I'll be back, in, be back in a little bit. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> kind of like in a horror movie when you say, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah you're dead. Oh, yeah, exactly. Your yeah. next one gone. <clears throat> so I had a couple beers. I get to get to Rafters. It was him, Brandy Burnside, and her sister. And that was it. And Shannon was bartending. So I sat down and had two beers. He was like, here, let's do a shot. So we did two shots. He said, like, oh, let's go eat. I was like, I thought we were hanging here. He's like, no, man, let's, let's go eat. I was like, he's like, let's go to Elliot's. You like Elliot's, don't you? I was like, well, yeah. He's like, all right. He's like, no, nah, let's go to Mexican. I was like, okay. He's like, come on, you ride me. I was like, hell no, I'm not riding with you because I'm going to be trapped. Yeah. I said, my ass is driving. So drove to El Bandito. Uh-huh. We get in there, and there's there's a lot of people in there. We sit down, order chips and salsa. I had full intended to eat. This bitch orders a bottle of apple crown from the waiter. <laughs> Went to the Mexican restaurant and ordered a bottle of apple crown. And for those of you who don't know stuff, I would, I would have to harken back to Ronnie Taylor. I'd say at 180 pounds, he's probably might be the best basketball player come through here. Oh, without a doubt. If, if, if he would have kept that way, he probably would have done something. He was tough. So my, my man used to ride, because he was a senior when I was a sophomore, he used to ride the, the bus to away games underneath the blanket eating a whole box of ho-hos. Yeah. What did, what did Coach Ferry said? He said, those women be killing stuff, little Debbie. Now <laughs> <laughs> on, on Annie or Annie, Annie, Annie whatever. Yeah. So those women killing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but he was he was a hell, he was, he was a hell of a basketball player. He was good at everything he played. Yeah. You, you just say he played tennis. He's a good oh, man, he's good at everything he does. I'll tell you what else he's good at doing, buying shots and buying bottles of liquor. 
We we were in there probably for an hour and a half and finished that bottle. Oh. He said, we ain't going nowhere until we finish this bottle. Now, other people were doing shots, but yeah, he and yeah. I were doing most of the heavy lifting. <laughs> so then we end up back at Rafters. I remember walking into Rafters. <laughs> I remember seeing Felicity show up. I remember shooting pool. I remember trying to break three times and being unsuccessful. <laughs> I ended up winning that game, though. Finally, Felicity comes over to me. And she's like, she I, was, disqualified I, was hold, I was holding up the table. She was like, stuff was like, all right, we're going to Maggie's. She was like, he ain't going to Maggie's. <laughs> I was like, no, probably not. So we, apparently we got outside, and they were like, we're going to give you a ride home. I was like, well, my truck's right here. What's the end of point y'all giving me? They're like, nah. So yeah, I got up did. the next morning and peeked out the blinds and no truck. I was like, oh, it must have been a good night. So I texted Felicity. I was like, can you come take me to my truck? She was like, yeah. She's like, last night was bizarro world. She's like, you were me. She's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like I ain't seen you like that in like 10 years. Well, ball old crown animal will do that. And we kept doing shots at rafters too. Oh. And I didn't eat, see. Yeah. And, and stuff's got me by about 110 pounds. <laughs> Well, hell, no, it, it, that gets better. They they dropped me off probably about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. They went to Maggie's, stayed at Maggie's for a little bit, and then went to... No, no, we're paused again. Are we paused? Yeah. wonder what happened. I don't know what's going on. Is the time running? That's not moving at all. Well, shit. Oh, we kicked back going. So I don't know if we're... I don't know what... This might be one of the weirdest episodes with glitches. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't even feel like dealing with it. Were, <laughs> were, you, were you kind of keeping it up? Was it moving most of the time I was talking? It was moving all set for uh, uh, right at the very end there where you start talking about the, they went to Maggie's. Okay. They went to Maggie's and then they ended up at the omelet shop at 3 o'clock in the morning. Omelet shop is in fucking Beckley. Exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, that is, the, Maggie's is on the other end of Fenville. The omelet shop is in Beckley. Well, Stuff thinks having that firefighter Fireman tag gives him a get out of jail free card. It probably does help, but my God, man, that's, that doesn't mean it's not safe. No. <laughs> that's a, that's a good so I, I told him, I said, man, I said, me and you, I don't know. I said, I'm going to have to sign a waiver next time I go out the door. Well, by the time we were in that baseball game, and uh, uh, we were beat up. Yeah, we went to go see Phil and then with the, he started buying shots up Buffalo Wild Wings. It was like a restaurant. We're doing like. Shock, not, they weren't shot glasses, they were like rocks glasses of, of, uh, of whatever liquor we were doing. In, in, in the dining room, because not like we were at the bar. No, in yeah, the dining room. like families and shit. kids are in. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, y'all get, over, y'all get over here and get down on this. Get it a good example where we're sitting there for the kids. A great example. <laughs> but I tell you, yeah, my, but I, I've never seen somebody go to a Mexican restaurant and order a bottle of liquor. No, no. I can't say that anymore. Yeah? Because I saw somebody do it. Yeah. Now, I've seen people talk to waiters and stuff into buying a bottle of wine or something like that, especially if you're staying at night somewhere in a hotel at a restaurant, they charge you an exorbitant amount of money. Right, but, but normally in that case, you take the wine and get the fuck out exactly. of it. Exactly, you leave He with bought it. the bottle and, and finished the some bit before he left. like table service. Yeah. Like, it's a big club. But, I mean, they gave it to him for like $54, which for that's, Brown Apple is not, not that bad, really. That's not that bad. No. They could have they probably charged 70 Yeah, so yeah. I, I, yeah. So that was my last Friday night. So this to, to say, when you said you want to do something, I was like, all right, good. I'm off the hook with stuff for tonight. And he ended up DJing at Rafters that night. Oh, did he really? Yeah, because Courtney went out, and then she called me. Or he called me. Well, you and I were at Elliot's, and he called me. Remember talking yeah, to Yeah, that's him? right. Yep, that's right. Because you were like, no, no, that's what we called you. That's how I ran to him at Maggie's. Yeah. We called you. You were like, who is? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that he'd switch phones. It's like he's fucking secret squirrel changing his number. 
So yeah, but that was a good time, Sarah. I had a good time. I did too. I, had a, I don't. Uh, I don't remember a lot of it because I was a little drunk. I remember you texted me and you were like, uh, I, I, "Did I text you first? We're like, hey man." I was like, Taz asleep. You want to go grab a beer? No, I asked. I said, you said, we'll go do something tomorrow. And I said, well, I got to pick up Jaina tomorrow. Oh. I said, well, hell, it's early. Why don't we go to, go to Al's club? And you were like, all right, if she, if she goes to sleep, I might do that. And then I didn't hear from you, and I texted you back. You are like, oh, shit, you just woke me up. Yeah, I was passed out on the couch. And I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, let's run out. And you were like, all right, I'm in. So then I go by the house club. There was three cars there. I was like, yeah, maybe not a house club. <laughs> yeah. so we that was a good call. Yeah. We had a lot better time than this. Yeah. We had a good time. We had a good time. So, uh. Nobody offended me back there. So, no. Hey. I, I remember making jokes at some people's expenses, but I've just assumed since you're friends with them, it was okay for me to make fun of them too. You got, me, and, me and Tom Booth go there on a regular basis. There's nothing you can do that would offend anybody. <laughs> any worse than. Any worse than. Than what we do, I can guarantee you that. So, uh, switching gears to sports, a lot obviously else shit happens every day. Of course, the big biggest news right now is the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Twelve are at the moment still trying to move forward with football. The right. Big Ten and the Pac Twelve pulled the trick, you know. And I've gone. I mean, I you know I listen to sports radio and I read a little bit of stuff on rivals here and there. And that whole Big Ten, th- I mean, the Pac-12 seemed like they were going to do whatever the Big Ten did. Yeah, basically. But the Big Ten thing was really weird because they announced the schedules, and then like yeah. six days later they're like, yeah. "Oh, we're done." Yeah. And apparently they had this vote, or they didn't have a vote, and yeah. then it was twelve to two, and Nebraska and I were the only ones that said they wanted to play, and then like two days later. Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State are all raising hell. Yeah. Comes everything. Well, if they voted no, why are they raising hell? Yeah. And it was like the presidents and the ads weren't on the same. It's just a. It was a big clusterfuck. I mean, they and and I think they made the huge mistake of pulling the trigger to. I don't know if they thought they were NBA because you know once NBA in the mar in the spring once NBA shut down then it was a true enough thing. Everybody shut down. And all of the Big Ten thought that they were... They thought everybody was going to fall in line. That they were going to fall in line. And everybody was like, why would we call it now when we don't have to call it right now? He's like, it's, like, it's not... Let's just see what we can do first, and, right. then, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. But no, they try to call... Or, and and they may, maybe they're right. Maybe we try to play... Because you, you got 500 people at the University of Alabama with text positive. Uh, like Texas Tech today said they had 21... The whole position in Oklahoma. The whole position in Oklahoma's down. So there was one kid that had a heart condition, and some small school ended up dying. So it's just who knows. Yeah. So yeah, it's just going to be. Well, it's just like it's going to be putting out fires. Mm-hmm. And just and just hope to make it through the season. And, I, and the, the Big Ten, the new Big Ten commissioner has been catching all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. Um, you know, from this whole thing, and and but. I always but, thought that it was the presidents that made the call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I think he and he's paid a lot, so he should take the heat for it. That's what he's paid to do. Well, and apparently all those yeah. all those parents went because because Justin Fields from Ohio State started that petition, and I think it's up to like three hundred thousand. Oh yeah. Of people yeah. raising hell about them, which I don't know. I don't know if they can pivot back now. And, and, and again, and if you're Justin Fields and you're projected as a top pick for next year, are you going to play in the winter time? Or are you going to get ready for the draft? No, he ain't playing. No, he's not playing. Everybody. Who is anywhere in probably the top two rounds is probably not going to play. And there's already a bunch of guys that are going to sit out, too. Yeah. So, this new, that saliva thing, if that works, that'll help, I guess. That's a lot. If they, if they get those quick tests, that will make a difference with everything. Yeah. 
everything. I mean, and it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like we've been doing a pretty good job of, I think we're, we're testing three times a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I look, they've, they've been putting the numbers up weekly. And, and as of the one they put up two days ago, we didn't have any active cases on right. our football team. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take, take teams that have good discipline through their kids, you know, will listen to what they say and, and not take the urge to, to be what you want to be. To, as be, a, to be a college because, student. You know, I was thinking about if I'm 21 years old and I'm, I'm in Morgantown and I'm healthy, I can't say that I won't be oh, out. I, I would be out. Well, of all the demographics, that's the one. I was listening to Mark Packer on uh, College Sports Radio, and I guess the CDC came out with something. And they were talking about p kids 15 to 24. And he said their recovery rate's like 99.999, which doesn't mean you still shouldn't be careful, but... The problem is they spread it. That's the, the, that's the thing. Day. They spread it. And you don't know how it's going to go once the student body right. comes back. Right. Of course, Garrett, they start classes tomorrow... Right, he's all online. Yeah. Everybody's online. I think the freshmen are the only ones that have to go in class. Have to go in class. Yeah. Or at least have the option. Have the option. Yeah. I I, I can't remember. It, it's it changes seems like every day. I mean, like yesterday there was no bands allowed in high school sports. Not today. The governor says bands are going to be able to play. Well, no, that's just that, we drove by and Jane was like, "There's the there's the band." I was like, "What are they doing?" She's like, "Well, they're they're protesting because they're not allowed to play at the game." And I'm thinking. Why would the band not be allowed to, if the football players are hitting each other? Uh, yeah, why can't the yeah, band, band play? play? Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's so everybody. It, nobody. There's no central. You know, there's no no. There's no consensus making. Everybody's and just no, trying their own thing and seeing seeing what works. And, and that's what makes me nervous. Pissing in the wind. Yeah. That's what makes me nervous. But. Yeah, so we'll hold our. In the, in the words of uh, old school, we are still holding. Still holding. Still holding. I think Ivy Taylor said it best. It's the second Ivy Taylor reference. That's two. Have you met your quota? Uh, one more is like Beetlejuice. Like I was going to say, that would <laughs> pop out of a tree. <laughs> but he said uh, these next three weeks is just going to be every day, just waiting. <laughs> just. Just hope I get through the day so I get one day closer to the football. Just make it. Just make, make it. it. Please, it'll be the longest three weeks ever. Just checking to see if, if it's still going on. So speaking of that, we got our modified schedule that may or may not happen. Right. we got Eastern Kentucky on the 12th with no fans, which that's fine. I mean, yeah. I'd just be glad to see football. And I, I was talking to John Stanley about this. He's like, it ain't going to be the same way. I said, let me tell you something. I don't care if there's fans in the stands or not. I'm watching football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I said, it, I am no, watching it's football. It's not going to be the same. It's going to It'll be close enough. Yeah. <laughs> you damn right. I, I saw uh, I saw where Boris was going to let a uh, reduced number of fans in their uh, stadium. I thought, oh, what's the number home game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is what we were talking about, Pitt. We're like, well, hell, life is Pitt knows it's not going to change. Yeah. Because their fans, their fans have been socially distancing from their fucking field for the last forty years since Dan Marino played. So and then we got three weeks, well, two weeks off. Yeah. Big Twelve didn't do us any favors, man, because we we opened with Oklahoma State on the road. That's what I mean. It could be the worst. Not not that that's going to be a normal. Not that's going to be a normal road game in Oklahoma State because there's probably going to be twenty five percent capacity fans right. there. But still, they're stacked. They're stacked. They are really good. You know, they got an All American running back. They are really good. Yeah. I wish we didn't play. I almost wish we played Oklahoma. I wish we played almost any other teams in Oklahoma State because if you go in Oklahoma and you get your butts kicked, yeah, it's going to But if you go in Oklahoma State and we get our butts kicked, it's gonna be a little I think it's going to be devastating for the confidence of a young team. Well, and it's going to make that next week, which is Baylor, 
Exactly. A that was one of the pivotal games. Right. Exactly. Because then we got Baylor at home, who we should have beat last year. And they got a new coaching staff. And, and quite honestly, we should have a big advantage there because their new coaching staff hadn't really had right, a chance exactly. to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we should. We should. Yeah. And then we got a, then we have another bye. And then we got Kansas at home. And then us and Baylor, I think I saw, were the only two schools that during this modified schedule actually played five straight weeks. Because okay. after that bye, we play Kansas at home. Then we got Texas Tech on the road, which I think is going to be the difference between five wins and six wins. Kansas State at home, Texas on the road, and then we got a bye. And then we got TCU at home, Oklahoma at home, at Iowa State on December 5th. Yeah. I actually don't, I don't mind our schedule outside the first game. The first game at Oklahoma State is just a kick in the balls. If, if, now, here's the thing, though. If we do well in that game, even if we lose, I think it's a confidence builder. Mm-hmm. I, really, Oklahoma State's good. I just, don't, I just worry about them. I worry about the Baylor game because Baylor's going to be so – there's going to be so many unknowns with Baylor. Yeah. That if you, get, if you get popped pretty good by Oklahoma State Ooh. and you turn around and let Oklahoma State beat you twice – yeah. Now you're one and two. Yeah. Now you're in scramble mode. Exactly. So yeah. and and I think that Texas Tech game on the road, and the TCU game at home, I think are two two big games because I I don't see us beat. We'll go through predictions some other time down the road, but I don't see us winning at Oklahoma State, and I don't see us beating Oklahoma at home. So, no. you know the rest, and I don't see us beating Texas on the road either. No. So there's three right there. Yeah. So you don't have a whole lot of. You don't have a lot of play this year. Don't have a lot of. Even though I don't, I don't know if there'll be any bowl games. They might be the the championship games, but I don't know if there'll be any bowl games. It's so, gonna be interesting. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. So. I don't care. I just. I, don't know, I just want to see some football. We'll see some football. So we started fall camp. I guess we're eleven or twelve practices in. And a couple. Of, many, yeah. yeah. A couple. Couple of things that seem to be sticking out is. <laughs> Now, you can take this with a grain of salt, but apparently the running game interior is better, which is like saying, you know. If they could see the look at my face right now when you say that, here's my reasoning why. We're not going backwards. They had a scrimmage this weekend, and that's exactly what Neil Brown said. So the interior line is the burnt at, at center, uh, Mike Brown at guard, and Gmitner is the other guard. Yep. So they, 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 they were strong and looking good. And then they showed highlights at the goal line, and the, the runs at the middle were no all stuck. Yeah. And the only one that we scored on was outside. an outside run. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I withhold judgment to I see it with my eyes. That's what I'm saying that. Well, they, I saw today, apparently practice today, Derry, they said Darius Stills was unblockable. He, I was disappointed that the AP All-American team came out, and he wasn't on it. He was on one of them. He was on the CBS All-American team, okay. first team. He wasn't first or second. No, that's bullshit. Some jackass from Pitt was on the defensive line. Uh, he should be. He should be first team. Yeah, it's ridiculous, it's us, man. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll see. We're loaded at wide receiver. They're big on you know obviously you know Sam James, Winston Wright, Ollie Jennings, Bryce Wheaton, Ford or Ford Wheaton. I didn't realize that was Garrett Ford's grandson. Mm-hmm. And they said he's got all the physical tools. Yeah, to be a player. If he he just scored a touchdown in the game. I think he's wearing number zero. He right? is. He's wearing yeah. number zero. And they're high on Sam Brown, who's a freshman. Yeah. Then defensively, they're they're talking well about Sean Martin, a kid from Bluefield, and they are really, really high on Akeem Mesador. They said that Sean Martin, it looks, it reminds people of Ronaldo Turnbull. Really? Now that. That's a big comparison. Is that, I mean, if he's. He's got the frame. Exactly. Exactly. They say he looks like him right now. If he develops any kind of player Ronaldo Turnbull was. 
Look out. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> but they're high on him. But that the key Messador is the one they keep mentioning, too, as a defensive end. And the other one is Daryl Porter, Jr., yeah, freshman cornerback. And I saw pictures of him today. He's got long arms for a corner, mm-hmm. which is good. That's good. They also said, heard that Quan Mays, the junior mm-hmm. college kid, is going to be – They'll be in the mix. They're so. gonna have a hard. They said they're gonna have a hard time keeping Porter off the field. Good. Um, so right now it looks like it's him and uh, Drayshawn Miller. If there is one place a, a freshman can play it's on corner. defense, it's corner. Yeah. You know, cause it is mainly just the athletic ability. Stay the guy. Stay with the guy in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. If you can do that, you can make a good corner. No, yeah. You can work your zones around your freshman guarding somebody. Just like hey, you stick with that guy. We'll worry about the schematics. You just stick with that guy. You don't want them out there thinking. Right, exactly. Just let them play. Just go let play. them use their abilities. Just exactly. go play. Right. One thing that does seem to be a, a theme is is there seems to be an inordinately high number of interceptions being thrown in practices. And yeah, but here's the thing, though. I haven't seen that many by Dougie. Uh, the, I, I haven't seen him, I haven't seen a breakdown, but the I just, scrimmage was was Garrett Green. Now they they said he's got. They said some, he looked sharp. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, Kendall threw one. Not I sure. find that hard to believe. Yeah, it was uh, no. Garrett Green threw the one with goal line. I don't know where Kendall threw his, but, but yeah. You think? You think? What's your Kendall percentage now? What's your Kendall meter? Yeah, Ivy? Well, it's funny. I, they keep saying like it's it's neck and neck. And it's not they're neck running, and neck. It's neck. Like it's, it's down to like three percent. Unless our offensive line has completely taken some sort of magic, we're a whole lot better than we were last year, Peel. And we don't need a quarterback that can get outside the pocket and make plays and make throws. It's not going to be Kendall. I, I just don't see how I, the the fan base will revolt if it's Kendall. Well, uh, except for except for there I said it. That's three. Is he here? It, 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 but I mean, I just think the the fan base, and, and not that there's anything wrong with Kendall. I I personally I think it's I think it shows that a lot of character in them staying here. Oh, without a doubt. Fighting it out. Yeah. I think it shows anybody else would have probably rolled out. Well, exactly that young man, but. But I just don't see how you put him in that situation because as soon as he makes a mistake, the fan base is going to be on him. Well, the good news is there's only going to be 20,000 people raising hell about it, maybe. No, actually, it's even worse because they're all going to be at home online. <laughs> it's going to be god-awful. <laughs> we'll have to stay away from the message boards right? yeah. <laughs> for home for any games, man. Yeah, it's going to be gonna, terrible. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, and they're, they're talking pretty good about Alex Sinkfield. They said he's been looking pretty good. No, good. He's returning kicks. Yeah, I know Lady Brown's been a beast. So that's and good. then Tony Mathis has, too. They yeah. said he's been doing well, something. They were preaching to the – to the uh, uh, you got to get past that second level. I was Hell, we got to get to the first <laughs> level first. <laughs> got to get them five matadors in front of you. <laughs> get their damn heads out of their ass. Oh, speaking of that, we were talking about position change. Brayson Mays, who played center in seven games last year, apparently has moved to right tackle. Yeah, that's a big switch. Usually you see people go from center to guard. Yeah, that's a big switch. Like, hopefully they see something in him. So, so I mean, and that's what I think is it sucks about this. Not only because all the COVID stuff, but you know usually they would have media availability for all the position coaches. You don't. You don't the only person you hear is from Brown through John Anthony. So you're not getting a. We're not getting an idea of what. A really in depth. Yeah. Which that, could be good. Could be a bad thing. I don't know. At least they let the watch scrimmage, mm-hmm. which was cool. So right now it seems like it's it's burnt in the middle, Gmitter and Brown at guard and Junior Uzabu and I guess Brayson Mays. And they said Brandon Yates and John Hughes are taking reps at tackle too, so we'll see. That makes me nervous about our tackles. Yeah. They gotta get better. <coughs> yeah. They gotta get better. Yeah, I was so. already nervous about the interior line. Yeah. 
Well, and never well, returns. Yeah, no shit. That's what makes me nervous. A couple of uh, one big get, literally and, and figuratively. We've had a couple of commitments since the last show. Tony Fields, linebacker from Arizona, and Jaquai Hubbard from University of Virginia, who I think right now might be eligible immediately. They're still waiting here. They're waiting here. But he's six, be big. He's six five three thirty five. Yeah, that's a big. Be, that's a big. You want to talk about middle. instant help? Exactly. Big time. Um, but I heard I, they said that Fields guy, he's already on the uh, watch list for the Senior Bowl. I mean, right? they, he was the most coveted senior transfer in the country. Was it really? Yeah. I realized that. And we came here, he came here because of uh, um, Jamal Dye. Jamal Dye. Yep. Yeah. We also got a commitment from a defensive end from uh, Miami, Ja'Cory Hammett, but mm-hmm. he's for next year. Yeah. So. so, we'll see. We're, uh, what, be two weeks away? This That's what's crazy, man. It, does it even seem like football's no. coming up? I mean, not at all. Like, usually this time of year, we're doing a preview show. I think the first game was scheduled for, like, next weekend. September 5th. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we're all getting ready for it. Now it's just like, oh, is it going to happen? Yeah. So you're not, you don't even you want to get, every day you don't want so excited because you don't want to get kicked in the balls. No. Like, you know, it was the first game September 12th. Like, that Friday, September 11th, we kick right in the nuts. Yeah. So. Uh, We'll just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, a couple NFL note: Tavon to the 49ers, I saw. And I saw today where David Seals has been doing some things in, in practice for the Giants. Yeah. Now, he's got he's still going to have an uphill climb because they got three or four pretty good receivers. But Dan, Danny Jones, is Daniel Jones at the quarterback? Yeah, Daniel, he, was, he was talking yeah. good about him. So. I'll tell you, uh, oh, shit, I can't think of his name. Our tackle went to the 49ers last year? McKibbitz. McKibbitz. I said, I heard he's doing really well at camp. Yeah. yeah. I figured he would. Yeah. There he was. Switching gears to basketball. Did you see Eric Martin's suggestion? I thought it was a great idea. Not only did I think it was a great idea for the for the league, you want to run through it real quick so people Well, basically what it is 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 he's talking about getting our our if this shit continues like it's content like it seems like it's going to, um, getting our eighteen game conference schedule knocked out basically over a ten week period, twelve week period, and basically what he's talking about doing. Is sending everybody to Kansas City. Play two you, weeks. You play for two weeks. You play six games in two weeks. You play a game. You take a day off. You play a yep. game. You take a day off. Then you go back to campus for two weeks. Right. Then you come back for another two week stretch and do play six more games, games. Then go back and then do it again. Yep. And I mean that. I don't watch the NBA, but apparently that bubble they're doing is working. It's working like a champ. I was talking with somebody who was a reporter on the inside, and they said, like, even if you come from the outside, you have to come in. You have to test negative that they put you in a hotel it's, it's separate from the bubble and you have to stay in that hotel until you test negative two more times and then you got then you get to go into the bubble and then you got to stay in your room at all time to reduce time for the media availability they got it worked out they know they really, they really so they, that so that may be i mean if this shit continues and i we both agree we got to play basketball <laughs> Because I think his team has got a shot. Yeah, that's that's good, that's related to my uh, sports question. Uh oh. <laughs> so, but I thought it was a good idea. So I think it's a great idea. And I heard they're considering doing a bubble for the out like non conference. Like they'll take sixteen teams and basically go put them in a location, and you got they just play each other through the non conference schedule, and then they go back to the campus. Which I think would be a great idea yeah. too. You know, you get you get. Four or five highly rated teams, you know, four or five you know, teams you can beat to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and people in the middle from different conferences. Any, I think that's a great idea. Anything's better than nothing. 
And the new Coliseum picks are pretty sweet. New Coliseum, not not as sweet as the locker room. Locker room is sweet. Holy cow! If we don't have the best locker room, we gotta have at least the the, the most uh, uh, technology savvy locker room. Our locker room is sweet. Like, you, you throw your phone down, it charges. Yeah, it. yeah. it's got your picture above your locker in like, digital form. That was pretty badass. If, if you haven't seen pictures of the locker room, go check it out. That thing, the video of the kids yeah, when was, they walked in was awesome. But yeah, the the Coliseum, cup holders. Cup holders. Every baby. seat has a cup holder. Nobody, Coliseum. maybe nobody will get to use them this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe just the custodians. Plastic. You gotta have one of those bags with a straw in it. You know, with a hole in it. Then you can. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Times we're living in. You want to take a break? We'll hit the last segment. Let's do it. Welcome back to one morning. I'm going home and going to bed. Actually, this is pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, straight. I, I had a little mixer in mine. It's, it's not bad. It's good. Huh? I tell you what was bad. Friday, I'm just let trigger out. You got this gate on the back side of the house. Uh-huh. It's always stays. I mean, there's no reason for it to be open. And I guess I had cut grass and I had brought the push mower back here. But but he got out. I let him out Thursday night. Anyway, I got up at seven o'clock Friday morning, let him out, and he's running around. And I start cooking sausage or something. And I. Come back around here and look, didn't see him, didn't see him, didn't see him. <laughs> Looked over here and the damn door's up and I was like, the gate's up and I was like, shit. So I went back, Jaina's in her room asleep, so I just went, I didn't even grab the leash or nothing. I just went out the gate and he was standing in the front yard. As soon as he saw me, he took off running. Oh, of course. So then he pissed on every mailbox all the way up the end. <laughs> and as the closer I got, the further away he went. So then finally he took a left and then the neighbor was out in his driveway and Trigger ran to the neighbor and the neighbor snatched him. <laughs> I texted Jane and I was like, get up and bring me the leash. <laughs> so now I got to check the damn door every time he comes out. <laughs> we were dog sitting last weekend for uh, our friend Emily's dog. Meets Moose. Moose. His great dog. He's really good. But he, he won't let Cole eat. Like, he won't, won't put food in Cole's bowl and, 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 and Moose will eat it all. I mean, his name Moose kind of makes sense. <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get Cole out and give him like wet food and, then, and then, let, then let Moose back in the room after Cole's fish eating. So, we put the can in the, uh, we put the, can in the, in the trash can and went out. Came back home a few hours later. The moose had gotten the trash can. There was trash all over the house. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Moose. Yeah. Good looking out, buddy. Yeah, appreciate Good that. Good looking out. He's doing his, his thoroughbred. Uh, Running around. Now, yeah. Yeah. He gets exercise in. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm getting up in the morning at 6.30 around my bike six months. Yeah. yeah, I ride it from to the schools. I go all the way down to uh, the bottom of Conwood Acres and back. That's six miles. No shit. Yeah. Thing, I, came down the, I came down last week, and I got down the bottom of the hill. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> They had dug up the road. It was over like a three-foot hole. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I would have been like, I just dove right in that thing. It was like, it 20 feet wide, probably uh, 30 feet long of a just giant three-foot hole. No kidding. <laughs> they filled it with rock. And apparently, when, after they put in the uh, utility lines, you know, they're repaving our road because it's the, the road that buses come on. And they realized there's no base on that road. Like, no, no. So they had to dig up the entire road and put base down. Oh, yeah, it's a big time in the house. I'm, I'm Seven in the morning, every morning. Boom, 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 boom. Here comes trucks. I don't envy you. Yeah. 
That's why I've been getting around my bike. I'm like, I'm going to be up anyway. That's a good beginning. All right, so four questions, two assholes. You want to go first or you want me to? I'll go first. We kind of talked about it at the last day. And I may have mentioned something like this before. But would you sacrifice football season entirely, including not only WVU's football, but all football in general, to have a basketball season? Yes. That's not even a question. Yes. Like, I, I should have just made that a statement of fact. Yes. It's Absolutely. I, I would. Because I don't I, think, and here, because quite honestly, number one, football as we know it is not going to be there anyway because most of the teams ain't even playing. Right. So, which is going to be an interesting question contractually how this shit's going to work with all these slots they're going to have to fill. I mean, is our game with Eastern Kentucky going to be on ABC now? Is it probably going to be on ESPN Plus? I mean, I, I mean, because I, yeah, no I mean, how many slots are they going to have to fill? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, we got. Apparently, one of the reasons why we played is we have 57 TV slots we have to fill. 57 throughout the, the year. So, now that everybody cut down two games out of their schedule, I bet you every one of our games will on one of the... It better be. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it damn well better be. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't see how they, they have to. They have to have TV content. So, we're going, every one of our games should be on TV in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, and you got to figure, too, it's going to be a reduced season and, and all that. And, I mean, the fans aren't going to be there. And hopefully by with another three months, if we can get closer to some sort of something, whether yeah. it be a vaccine, or, vaccine treatment or treatment or, or something, yeah. something to just put everybody's mind at a little bit of ease. Yeah, I would totally do it. No, oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. I mean, as much as I love football and everything, to, we're we're gonna do our prediction show if we have a season the week before the the season starts. But I mean, we're probably looking five or six wins. Shit, fuck that. <laughs> the football way, we got a chance to win national championship yep. in basketball. Yep. I mean, that's <laughs> you gotta play b-ball this year. Gotta play b-ball. I mean, I will, I will sacrifice football. I will tell everybody to go home till January. If we can play basketball this year. Yep. That's all I want is the basketball team. Because, man, they've been saying, John Rothstein, who's a, a national reporter of basketball, was talking up Isaiah Cottrell. Said he has inside sources that say he is a beast in practice right now. And he's not going to start. He's not even going to start. <laughs> so, if man. we get consistency out of the guard position, man, I mean, I, I say you got to be able to pass, and when that three position's got to, got to step up for us. Yeah. But, I mean, it just seems like, and I know we've been down this road before, yeah. but it just seems like if there was ever a year yeah. that we had a chance to, and I'm not saying we don't know how good we're going to be because, I mean, we yeah. we were 21 and, what, 21 and 10 last year, whatever it was, but I think we got a chance to be special. I do, too. That's what I do. That's why I would sacrifice any fall sport to play basketball. So, mine actually deals with football. All right. So, given the limited number of teams that are going to play at this point in time, okay, so really you got – and I don't know what all the other little pencil dick conferences are doing. I, I guess the American Athletic is – are they still on? They're know. still on uh, – conferences they still on some Old Dominion bailed. So, like one side of the league mm-hmm. has played eight games. Okay. And the other side, which is Marshall side, is playing seven league games. So you've got, if you look at the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC, you're going to have tw- you got 29 teams. If I'm doing my, mm-hmm. no, you got more than that. Yeah, 14, 14, 15, 29. You got 39 teams. Yeah. Okay, you got 39 teams. And Did you got Notre Dame in there? Uh, yeah, that, that gives me. Yeah, got 15 ACC, 14 yeah. SEC, and 10 right. Big 12. <laughs> 10 teams in the Big 12. Yeah. 
would you, since you're not going to have, you're going, you got to figure probably ten to fifteen of those teams are going to have a losing record based on ten game season. How about trying out an eighteen playoff with the limited number of teams? If, if there's if there's a year to do it, it's this year because you play the first round at somebody's home, uh, and then you have the next two games and bowl games if you want to do that. I personally think you should do your first two rounds and then the championship game and a bowl game. Then, uh, then the other teams that lost can go to a different bowl game so they can finish your year, you know, get rewarded. But, yeah, if, they, if there's a year to do it, I mean, this because this, this year. this year's going to have an asterisk beside it anyway. It, exactly. Exactly. So, so why so not give it a shot? Why, that's a great idea. I hadn't even thought about that, yeah. really. I, I'm just thinking there's not going to be any bowl games except for the championship games. I would be surprised if that's this. There might be a few – Somewhere, if the cases are real low, that they they feel comfortable bringing them in. But. Well, and you'll probably have you'll probably have seven or eight teams that have three or four wins. Mm-hmm. You'll have eight or nine teams that have. You're gonna see wins. teams that are ranked that have six wins. I mean, there'll be teams ranked. Somebody in here. brought up a good point. I didn't look at the AP poll. I think Ohio State. We all SEC team. Third or fourth. <laughs> Somebody said, "Well, if Ohio State starts the season preseason number one, does that mean they go wire to wire since you can't drop if you don't lose?" That's that's right. Well, from what I understand, that they told the writers that they would do their initial poll based on the teams that every team, and then after that, they they'll start doing once they figure out who's playing. Ones of teams that are playing. Okay. So, but yeah, I say why not do it? Let's do it. I mean, that's I think that's a great idea actually. Name why not? If you're going to do it, you already got less games, so you got time in your schedule to fill it in there. Hell, nobody cares if you go into the fall because everybody's looking just for content on the TV. Or you go into the winter, I mean, do it. Now's the time to do it. That's what I'm thinking. But they're not smart enough. No, they won't. What should have happened is the the big five conferences should have bailed from the NCAA and formulated their own little mini-conference. You know, or no own college division, and they should have ran from there. They and they, and they, may they could have paid the players. They could have figured out some way, get away the NCAA, and just form their own little conference. Well, the NCAA has been nothing but an ankle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That you can tell because a strong NCAA, NCAA would have some sort of uniformity around the country with all these schools working. Doing the same thing, either with fall sports, everything, but there's not. They're just so why the fuck are you gonna have to throw? I've said the F word a lot. This they're, round. Just, <laughs> they're throwing darts. Yeah, exactly. So why even have the NCAA? Mm-hmm. I mean, all they do is set rules and punish people. That's what the only thing they do. It's like tits on a board. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably our most uh, uh, foul foul uh, episode yet. All right, well let's keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. Non sports. Mine's not bad. That's pretty good, too. Yours is good? You feel really good about yours? Well, yeah, because it's going to be a story from you. From me? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do you want me to go first? Because you have a story you had to tell. Mine has to do with Garrett's car. All right. Mine has to do with uh, the river. The river. Uh-huh. I don't know the river. All right, I'll go. Okay. I'll go first. All right. So Garrett bought his car, bought his Mustang. So needless to say, he, he bought it from a guy in Bell, West Virginia. Got a hell of a deal on it. It's a 66, but it's a, it's black, but it's got a 95 GT 302 engine in it. So I mean, it's got a newer engine. The The body's got 144,000 miles on it, but the engine's only got 19,000 miles mm. on it. So, I mean, it's, it's, nice. it's sharp. And uh, all original interior, original <laughs> glass, all that good stuff. So anyway, he's got to get 
title and registration. Well, he has the title, but he's got to get it recorded, and he's got to get the yeah. registration. We got the insurance. Kathleen got the insurance knocked out for him. So, of course, you have to schedule appointments with DMV now. Uh-huh. So he wanted the closest one he could get. So we got one in Beckham. So he bought the car two weeks ago. He went back to Morgantown. He left the car in my garage. And he, him and Laney came in last Wednesday night because his appointment with DMV was Thursday at 2.30. Okay. So he comes in. He's got, he's got his bill of sale. He's got his insurance. He's got you know all the paperwork he needs. So he had, the, he had a DMV bill of sale for him. I didn't check it because I just assumed. Uh, I went ahead and took it to the office and had somebody at the office notarize it. Well, we get to the DMV. We walk in. He hands the lady the bill of sale. He hadn't signed it. The other guy had signed it. Garrett forgot to sign. So so immediately she's like, I can't accept this bill of sale. And I was like, we're off to a fucking resounding start here. I said, well, you don't need it anyway because we got the title. We got insurance and everything else. He didn't fill out the back of the title because he wanted to make sure that he didn't do anything wrong. She said, okay, go back out, fill this, 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 and this out, and come back in. Okay, no problem. So we go outside. He fills all that out. We come back in. Another lady comes out. She's like, uh, okay, you guys go to window four. We go to window four. Uh-huh. Nobody's at window four, but the green light is on. Okay. Okay? You look to the right of window four, windows five, six, and seven, and there's three People non-personality-having ladies uh-huh. sitting at those three windows. So Garrett and I are standing there. These three ladies aren't helping anybody. There's people walking around back and forth behind us. And uh, so we're standing there. And we're standing there looking around. Nobody will make eye contact with us. <laughs> so I'm looking at Garrett and I was like, well, I guess we got the fucking Harry Potter cloak of invisibility on. Because <laughs> obviously nobody can fucking see us. So I walked over to the lady. I was like, this is bullshit. And I said, ma'am. I said, evidently the green light is on, but no one's home. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there another sales associate that could... Can, where's the colors? Can, can we there's do something here? here? Some sales? Yeah. She was like, oh yeah, go to window five. I was, oh, no, 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 don't go to window five. I'm sending them to window five. Go to window six. I said, is that your final answer, Regis? Because <laughs> you know I'm patient anyway. So we, so we get... I, I can see the steam. So we get... Oh, it was... My, Garrett was worse. He was worse than me. I was trying to be the adult, which is not a hat yeah, I normally wear. We've yeah. gone down the wrong it's, path. It's not a hat that fits on my head. So we go to window six or seven at this point in time. I'm not really sure what it does. And the lady there, to her credit, with regard to customer service skills and personality, was the tallest midget of the three people that were there. Okay? If you, you get the picture yeah. I'm painting. Yeah. All right. So she's like, okay, I can help you. We're like, well, here's the title. And she's like, okay. She looks at it, flips it over, she's you know, doing her stuff, walks over here, grabs a piece of paper out of this uh, manila envelope, lays it down. She says, okay, now all you got to do is go have a state trooper fill out this top part that says that that VIN number is the right one for this car since it's less than 17 characters. I said, ma'am, before 1981, most vehicles had less than 17 characters. Yeah. I said, right here in front of you is the fucking title from the West Virginia DMV. So unless you guys fucked up, this shit's legit. She was like, I'm sorry, sir, we, we can't accept that. She was like, just take it over to the state. I said, we can't drive the fucking car. We don't have registration or, or the title. I said, I got insurance on it, but legally can, he can't. Can you give me a note? I give the yeah, 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 yeah. Please excuse Garrett yeah. from all traffic violations. <laughs> So what he had done when he had it here is he took the license plate off the Honda and put it on the Mustang so he could just drive around the blocks and nobody said yeah. it. So we're sitting there, and once we came to the realization that we were not going to be able to get this done today, I was like, well, I guess we're going to have to come back and schedule another appointment. And Garrett said, yeah, thanks. 
Thanks for fucking nothing. <laughs> we, so, he was pissed. Because he came all the way up. Gary doesn't get that, man. No, he don't get that, man. So then we're driving back, and he's like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm going to get home. I'm going to drive that car around town. I'm going to put gas in it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hope a cop pulls me over. And if they do, I'm going to say, hey, will you fill out this fucking form that says the VIN number's back? <laughs> I said, you do you, buddy. I do you. So do you have a bad DMV experience or story? I haven't had a bad DMV experience. I have been one of the few lucky ones. I, every time I've gone to the DMV, I always go out at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on the weekday. Usually like a Tuesday. And I've had, I've been able to cruise Do you go in. to Summersville or Beckley? I, I used to go to Beckley because I worked in Beckley. Okay. So it would be easier just to get to work. See, we've been going to Summersville. Summersville is much only, I mean, better. the people are so friendly. Mm-hmm. Like we walked out of there and Garrett said, you know what? He said, it's almost like they... They call people and they say, hey, are you fucking miserable? Yeah, okay, why don't you come work for us? We got a spot for you right in the front. My work TV story is actually right now because Tash, Tash bought a new car. And so she's got a new car and they switched the registration over from her old car. And she had, she had just got, she had just applied for a new registration online. Got approved. They print, you print it on a ticket, but you wait for your registration card and your sticker. So she has a, a, a one that says that their car is registered, but which she went to go buy a new car. So they, they changed the registration over, they gave her a car and everything, but they didn't have the sticker. So we're waiting for the sticker. We have still not got the sticker. Okay. That has been uh, probably at least a month. So so her tags had 2020 on it. <laughs> so we're just, luckily, they're not pulling over anybody until September. But I was like, you've got, so we've been calling, and you can't, you can't get through. You can't get through. I was on hold for 40 minutes. I mean, time. you can't get through. And some lady, some little old lady finally answered the phone, and I was like, holy shit, a human. Yeah, exactly. It's just, and, and, but I don't have time on this to sit there and try to focus all that. It's don't, it's don't. Are you trying, are you, are you trying to make an appointment, or are you trying, what are you trying to do? I'm just trying to talk to somebody to get a got thicker. Yeah. And actually, I can't even call. It's going to be tashed. She's or if she could just make an appointment online and just go over there. She's going to have to. I'm told her. I was like, you just need to go make an appointment and go. That's so what you got to get that done. <laughs> you just going to get pulled over. You're like, look, actually, my registration is valid. I just yeah. don't have the sticker. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to go steal somebody's sticker on the car. <laughs> she, can borrow, she can borrow Garrett's whenever he gets in. He's going to, he's going to Summersville. He's, I think September 4th. I said, well... I said, they can get you in Beckley. He said, I don't give a shit if it's October. I'm not going to Beckley. I said, okay. <laughs> I heard that one in Clarksburg is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should try that one. Well, he, we, we looked, and, and Summersville was, they did have one a week earlier in Beckley. He didn't want to do it. So we're going we're gonna to try Summersville. See, actually, I've had good luck with Beckley. It's cool. I, like I said, if you go in the middle of the day, in like in the afternoon, but nobody's there, it's, it's actually not that bad. Yeah. I've had any problems with it, so. But yeah, I, I hate, I hate the DMV. Yeah. I mean, but who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I tell you what though, now that you can do all that shit online, like I did my registration stuff online. Yeah, I paid my taxes online, sent my forms in um, to the website, got my registration card and the sticker. Yeah. As easy as that. It was done. Just can't get a title. Yeah. And if your car's if, older if than If only I can get a hold of Jim Wilde Insurance, that'd be great. Good luck. <laughs> I actually called, I called to, uh, to get my copy of my insurance card, and the first time I tried to get through, it was like, I will because it's like, you want to copy your card, hit this number. So I hit this number, and it hung up on me. Right. <laughs> I made a call. We, we try to keep you calm. Back. 
That's what we do. I was like, luckily my family's here. I can just talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to keep you, keep you calm. <laughs> All right, you ready for them? Yep, I hope. Like, oh, yeah, that's not, that's not bad. So, uh, so in the last months we've done this, I've done uh, I've Ducky down the Upper Dew, which is, Ducky's like an inflatable, it's not quite a kayak, not quite a canoe. It's like a little bit longer you know, kayak, but it's, it's inflatable. So I duckied the upper uh, New River by myself. Well, not by myself. I was with a group of people, but I, I was in the boat by myself, which was awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. And then the next week, we uh, went down the lower new in raft. Only swam, only swam one rapid. I got knocked out at Dudley's Dip. We, uh, we hit a rock. The, our guides, we didn't have any guides. It was me, Tash, uh, our friend Christy, and Adam, who's a, one of the owners of Bridge Brew. And then the other raft was Tommy uh, Munoz, who is uh, Tash's grew up with, yeah, is, is, is a chiropractor here. Jamie Lobley, our cousin. Uh, Shannon C., a friend of ours, and Emily, I forget what Emily's last name is. So they were in another raft. Tommy's the only one who's been, he guided like six, seven years ago. It really hasn't guided since then. He's a chiropractor now. So he was really the only guy. So we just kind of followed him. Well, Shannon got him, didn't he? Shannon C. kind of yeah. a little bit, okay. but not. He's more of a fisher okay. than is a, a, he mostly does an upper. But anyway, so we didn't really, we didn't really have a guy in our boat. Now, um, Christy is a guy, but not on the noob. She guided up and cheat and all that stuff like that. So, so anyway. So we were just falling through the rapids. We hit Dully's Dip. Dully's Dip is just, you have to go to this real small little crevice and there's rock on the left and rocks on the right. But we hit the rock on the left because we came in at a bad angle. So the boat almost went sideways. And I was on the right side and I was on the bottom side. So I kind of leaned back to keep my balance. I went full out and Tash tackles me out of the It was like a linebacker. She's boom! <laughs> right out of the boat. So I, I hit the water. And like you know, so I swam the entire Dudley's dip, just trying to keep. I was trying to keep my paddle. I didn't want to lose my paddle, and uh, and, and went down there. But I had a blast. We had a great time. Um, we had we had the toughest ones, the lower Kings and the and the, the double Z. We hit that the best. So we we did a we did a great job. It was a blast. So I want to uh, I want to ask you about the last time you went down the river. Pretty sure I was with you. We were working at 30 Yardies River Pit. No, oh, no, I've been down the river since then. All right, well, I want to ask you about that time. Because do you remember what all happened that day? I remember uh, that was the day that I face-planted down, <laughs> down the driveway right beside us right now, <laughs> chasing after Leslie. <laughs> that was the end of the day. Yeah. you remember that day started? I don't know if you were with Ronnie when he came I was, I, and he had a beer in his hand, and you came down and said, you said, oh, beer on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> One six thirty. I don't know what time it was that morning. We were drinking beer. We drank as Jimmy had thirty pack, and we drank and drank and drank. Was it extreme expeditions? Is who took yeah. us down the river? Now, did we do the upper and the lower that day? Because I remember we stopped and like ate lunch. So I think we did both. We might have done both. Yeah. Remember we had. Those, it was a long day. Those, yeah, it was eight hours. We were so. Yeah, oh yeah, we did both. Absolutely. Yeah. Hammered. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no, I remember. Actually, no. I take that back. I think I face planted the night before. Because I believe we went down the river and then we went to Dirty Ernie's and drank. Because that's when we went down to Rapids and those, those 
that lady that was in behind the girl was behind us was Josh Stokes' girlfriend uh, was in that raft behind us, literally right uh, behind us. And we go through that. that rough ass rapid and we're like trying to fall out. We get through it and then they come through it again and then she's like, Hey, did you guys see that rapid back there? We're like, No, we fucking missed it. What? Yeah. Yeah. We turned on the propellers and fucking flew over. Somebody said, I went go, go, catch your propellers yeah, yeah. and we just flew over. Yeah, we, we totally missed it. It looked a little dicey. I've for, forgotten all so about we, we got airborne. <laughs> you dumbass. So one thing I've heard about that trip was was with those straight stretches we had to paddle, and it was so hot that day oh, that wow. we were all drunk just laying on the, oh. <laughs> the raft, just like, oh God, why do we do this for? <laughs> this is a terrible idea. It seemed like such a good idea at the time, but this is terrible. There was a picture of us that night, Dirty Artists, and we were all so sunburned. Like, we were all like a color of red. Didn't we go to Kroger's after that? And that's when that, I was That's when flowers. we went to Kroger's after that, and you were picking out flowers, me and you hammering. And you dropped me off at Leslie's mom and dad's, and she was downstairs, <laughs> and I come downstairs with a thing of roses half your, torn off. With your hands my all hair wrapped up. My hair was up, my nose is fucked up. I was like, here, honey, I love you. <laughs> Oh, I can't God. believe that marriage didn't last. I know. It's hard to believe. Yeah. With all the stories that keep being regurgitated on here, everybody's like, probably like, why did she not live a long time? Uh, I, I forgot. I, I had remembered that that was, that was right. You fell the night before. It was the night before. You went down the river with all those freaking bandages on your hand. I'll never forget us in Kroger's though, picking out those flowers. We were over there in the floor, like, just, just throw, throw them in the, the middle of the pedals. floor. We were just throwing pedals in the floor. I should have not have drove that night. No, you That's a bad influence. Glad you were driving and not me. <laughs> that was a good time, though. That was a good time. That was a good time. All right, time. man. Well, I guess uh, we'll get together here in a couple weeks and then hopefully do a prediction show, maybe. Maybe. Michael Wood. We'll, we'll see. see. In the meantime, we'll keep putting out fires with this Jim Beam fire. Oh, yeah. Well, we're about, what do you say, two-thirds away through that bottle? Yep. I'd say by the time we listen to the post game, it'll be gone. Yep. That's my prediction, too. Well, I guess one more and I'm going home going to bed. One more and I'm going home going to bed. <laughs>